Welcome back to another episode of the Funny Knuckle with Cars podcast. Today I'm chatting to Rachel from Button and Bud. She sells nursery, playroom and kids accessories. And we spoke about how she brings new brands to Northern Ireland, how she struggled to be seen after lockdown and her upcoming payment plan for Christmas presents. And if you enjoyed this episode, do go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. Leave us a little rating and review. It means the world to me and it can really help the podcast. And let's go chat to Rachel. Uh, my name's Rachel. I am a mom of three. I have a 17-year-old son and 20-month-old twins. Boy-girl twins, they were born at the end of 2020. Lovely. So just in the middle of the pandemic. And that is probably the reason why I've come up with Button and Bad then. Yes. So was it just having kids and kind of seeing the different accessories and all that made you want to start your own and start creating your own wee bits? Well, it was whenever I was um, pregnant with them. It was during the pandemic. So obviously I had a lot of time in my hands mm-hmm. and um, there was a shortage of things in different high street stores and stuff like that. And then I had been researching about ideas of what I'd like to have done. We didn't know the sexes of the babies. So I was looking at different ideas of how I would decorate a playroom because we had a, a room and you would always use for that or how I would decorate their nursery and things just went out of stock really quickly in some of the high street stores. So then whenever um, I was looking for maybe something slightly more local, mm-hmm. when the shops did open up because postage was taking so long, there was nowhere local for me to access that or if I wanted to see something or if I thought you know, why are these brands not local? So that was okay. It was something that played in my head for a long, long time. And then just after Christmas there this year, I just thought, bite the bullet and do this because it was something that I had played in my mind. And the more I'd said to people and friends and um, other mums, they were like, yes, right enough. There's nothing there. And there was then obviously a backlog of other brands. Things were harder to get because they were in such demand. People had been thinking of things over lockdown as well. And they thought, yes, I'm going to do this. Or they made improvements in playrooms or nurseries or maybe buying different bits and pieces for their kids. And that was really where the idea came from. And I just thought, well, I will bring this to Northern Ireland because it's something that I need, something that I want. You know, my friends who were mums and other mums that I know were in the same boat. So that's just how I did it. So how do you source all of your different products? Because you have such a range of products on the website. So how do you go about finding all of them? Kind of what has been the process like for you? Well, first of all, um, I started sourcing with um, B2B businesses, small businesses that um, maybe had started off doing bits and pieces for themselves. And then they were maybe slower throughout lockdown and then obviously then started to to sell to other smaller businesses. So that's how I started that. One of the, the baby milestones and things like that were some of my first little buys. And then I just decided that I wanted to go bigger. I needed a brand. I needed brands. So then I created a website because I knew it would be easier for myself that way rather than trying to do things over DMs and Instagram and and stuff. And Instagram is probably my main social platform. I am on Facebook, but it just exists. It's not the style of products that I have is very Instagram worthy. Mm -hmm. It's the type of stuff that Instagram moms want. It's the type of stuff that we all love. It's very pleasing to the eye, you know, so... That's the idea of it. So then, yes, I started into bigger brands um, and Mushy was my very first brand. And so I decided to do the website myself, which took me about a week. 
eventually got it done. It's one thing I was very proud of because it's something that I had never got any background knowledge on whatsoever. Yeah. So uh, through YouTube and stuff like that, I just learned how to do it. I love that. So Mushy was my very first brand. And um, I was quite proud of that because any of the brands sort of look at you to see whether that, you know, you would suit their brand, which mm-hmm. is, is very good. So yes, Mushy came back and they were very pleased to, you know, to let me stock them here in Northern Ireland. So they were my first brand. Then I went on to Oliella, which was an even bigger brand to me in my eyes. Um, and it's something that probably most mums have in their playrooms, we boy or girl, because they're very much a, a mixed um, sex brand, which is lovely too, because some people just think we baskets and stuff like that's for girls, but it's not because the luggies and I've sold strollies and stuff as well to other mums who have wee boys and some of the wee wagons and stuff, they're, they're all equally beautiful. Oliella was another big, massive brand that I brought in and I was really pleased about it. Then I went on to Amani Collective it's quite big in the States and stuff as well. And it'd be very popular with me. Mm-hmm. And then I went on to Toddle Kind. So Toddle Kind, then I'm very, very proud of it because I'm the only stockist in Northern Ireland for that. Amazing. That's so exciting. And it's so nice to you are reaching out to like these bigger businesses, literally bringing them to Northern Ireland and giving people like a way to shop local and support you, but also get kind of these bigger brands, say like based in America. Yeah, definitely. It is sort of so that people can see it in real life. So maybe Belfast is only about 30 minutes away from where we are in Balamina. So I do have a pop-up shop at the minute. So people did want to see some samples. I have samples of the play mats as well. And I do stock the play rugs. The play mats then, they would um, take a week from the distribution site. And then the play rugs. I do have them in stock only simply because the playmats there's such a wide variety of them yeah um, and colors and things as well and they do come in packs of sixes so obviously if you wanted bigger ones or whatever you'd ordered a couple more so I stock them and I stock the uh, wage changing mats which are currently on sale and stuff at the minute so it's definitely a great brand and it's something as well that I really like because it was a mum designed it and it's not that old too. It's fairly new and it um, originates from Germany, but it's a British mum actually that designed it all. So it's lovely. That's great. So what would an average day look like for you then, Rachel? I don't know if I have an average day, to be <laughs> honest. Probably with these rascals, getting them up, getting them fed. Um, usually try to get out of the house as soon as possible. Today I had a couple of other Zoom meetings as well. So we were in the house a wee bit longer. I'm a 17-year-old's off at the minute. So he was a good childminder this morning. So probably trying to get out, go and get our orders done, get them posted. Sometimes I order them to be collected here the next day or whether it's I want something sent a wee bit quicker, just go and do it myself. Depends on many there are as well. At the moment, we do have the pop-up shop, so I'm back and forth day quite a bit. Really going getting that all done for something that I did want to design around my every day has took quite a massive part of my day. Yeah. But at the same time, the kids are able to fit in along with it. So it's really good. Probably get home get the dinner fed to the kids and bath in the bedtime. And usually I go to bed or do a bit of work social media wise or orders or things like that, you know, after they go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Always working around the kids, isn't it? Yeah, maybe the odd football run or something like that as well. Any day could be totally different. So what do you think has been your proudest achievement since you started? You know, is it getting like another business on board? So you're a stockist. What's it been like? Probably being the only stockist for total kind in Northern Ireland is quite a, a massive achievement. And Oliella um, bringing it to Northern Ireland too. I think it was already in a couple of places, but I think I may have the, a wider variety of it. 
it would be my bestseller. And then the silicone cups by the Saturday Baby, um, that would be another bestseller of mine too. So they have been really quite popular. I can't seem to keep them in. They've gone well too. So I do like doing the wee markets and things and other pop-ups as well. And it's lovely to see customers, people that I would chat to on Instagram or, you know, repeat customers. That's probably a big achievement also is to have repeat customers because those people are buying from me. You know, they're not buying from high street stores. They're not buying from maybe a bigger name that they know of. They're buying from me, who's just a normal twin mum from Valamina. And it's just something that I thought would never really happen. I did. It is something I wanted to start, but to me, it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger than what I ever imagined it. I'm quite proud of that. That's so exciting. And yeah, it's so nice, as you said, whenever you're at the markets and you can meet the people and you can chat to customers and explain to you like you are, as you say, like a twin mum and you're doing this all for yourself and you know you're not part of this bigger business or anything like that. Like I think it's so special. Oh, certainly, because I can relate whenever um, people ask about silicone cups or silicone plates and things like that. And that was a brand I researched. It was something, you know, that I had ordered a couple of because I'd used quite a few with the twins. I can relate to them. You know, I can tell tell them what was good or maybe what's not good or maybe is there a certain high chair they have because it's harder to get silicone plates and things to stick to them there's there's other wee bits and pieces I can chat to them about and it is it's being in front of them you know you're face to face it's just far far nicer I love seeing people and I love to repeat people I just can't believe that there's people come around the different pop-ups and things too which is is lovely and they come back over and they buy more it's definitely very special I, I like seeing them face to face or even if they know what we have then they can go back home and order it online or things like that. I will go out my way for my customers. If I did want to make them some of those bigger items, they didn't want to post it because postage is a bit silly, silly prices at the minute. I would, you know, even make them as well. So there's different things we can always do with them. And if they message me or whatever, then we can sort that all out. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of on the back of that, kind of flip it on its head. What has been the biggest challenge that you've faced so far? Probably being noticed is a massive thing because I started obviously just after lockdown. Yeah. People weren't on their phones and things as much. So I find that businesses that maybe did start during lockdown or, or before coming out of lockdown, they have done better because people have seen them more. Whereas, you know, things had started to open up again. So I think being noticed is probably one of my main issues at the moment and then obviously the way Instagram is changing the algorithm and things like that that's not really helping I just keep plodding on just keep doing things trying to move with the trends I wouldn't be confident enough to probably show my face yet on Instagram but I'm working towards it we'll get there <laughs> yeah no I think it definitely can it be scary so don't worry like there's a lot of other businesses and I think they're in the same boat it's kind of like Instagram says you should do all these things but if you don't feel comfortable doing it then your audience will know do you know what I mean like it's much better to kind of be happy in what you're posting and be true rather than forcing yourself to do something and not enjoying it because then your audience will just see it no definitely but that's it I'm just probably still not confident enough after having the kids and things a few years ago things have totally changed for me and this is probably another thing that's why I started Button and Bud is just to give me something more to do I obviously have my day job but yeah. and then baby bum too so it's to give me something else 
it's me to concentrate on, you know. I'm sure there is probably a lot of mums that can relate. So I'll get myself back to the way I was <laughs> before I had the twins. But it's a massive confidence thing, probably something that I do lack. But I'm definitely getting there and I'm growing, so it will help. So I'm not sure if this is something necessarily that you can do just because you're a B2B business. But do you have any plans for collaborations like with local businesses? So whether it's just stocking them in your store or getting them involved. I know there's like a Thursday child who makes beautiful clothing. There's others like Robin and Rue who's on loads of the markets. He makes little bibs and things. So have you any plans to try and get local businesses involved or are you trying to focus more on bigger? I would be quite friendly with Olivia from Robin and Rue. She has helped me. I've met her through a couple of pop-ups and things like that. And she's helped me with other wee things that I've needed help with. Olivia is doing very well just with herself at the moment. I think then because she has probably just went out on her own. So that's her really now. It's her sole job, really. It is maybe something that I would plan to do. But at the same time, I don't know if it would be stepping on people's feet, you know, things like that, because obviously... Olivia would have to sell things like that to me in a you know a wholesale sort of price so yeah I haven't really approached small businesses that are local really about that at the moment because I just don't know whether they're ready to sell things slightly cheaper for the likes of me then too you know so mm-hmm. don't know eventually it maybe would be something that I could do obviously with it being online it's harder to do as well so if I did have a main shop and eventually it maybe is something that I would love to do because support locals my main thing so it would be lovely to do something like that in the long run yeah yeah it'd be so exciting but yeah I think it is just trying to see for small businesses to know if they can do it to know if they can keep up or it's maybe just easier for them to do their own thing and almost sell directly to the customers yeah no it's very hard I I did do a collaboration there with Nicole from Motherhood Bubble Mm -hmm. so Nicole is a hypnobirthing consultant and she runs things like that so it's something obviously her followers would be my customers so it's something we tried as well there too and it's lovely to have that rapport with other small businesses that are not necessarily retail and selling things but somebody that would be interested in what I'm selling she's a lovely girl and what she's doing is great I just wish I'd have been able to see her she started just after I had the twins so that's something that I would have loved to have done but she's doing a great job and doing really well for herself and she's a midwife by her job so it's amazing to have somebody that's so highly skilled doing something like that so no she's a great follower of mine too and she's been very supportive with sharing and doing bits and pieces so it's lovely to have other businesses like that working alongside you yeah oh that's so lovely you kind of mentioned about having a store maybe it's in the future do you have any idea where you'd like to be in the future do you like five years time or anything like that like do you think you'd want to have your own like physical store I would love my own store simply because I think it would be easier. People do love to see the, the items, the products, because there's such a range in it too. You know, there's different colours, um, especially the silicone thing. Whenever you come to the pop-ups and stuff, people love to feel them. A lot of the older generation maybe have grandchildren. This is all quite new to them, so yeah. they don't know. These are great wee cups. Look at them. Are they wee drinking cups? And Especially the Ollie Ella wee baskets. They love them. The wee dolls and stuff. They just It's all different things that you don't see in stores or in shops so some of the older generation are just they're amazed by these new designs that's coming through and something that's fashionable and stuff as well so they have them and they take pictures of them and then 
I would maybe get them, they've sent them or whatever to their daughters or daughter-in-laws and, and then over that's a lovely way then also if they're not even at the, the market, yeah. they've sent them on and then be cards and stuff. So I've had a lot of business that way too. It is, it's something that I would love to do in a few years, yes, is open a shop. Where? I don't know. <laughs> But the demand would need to be there as well. Yeah. You know, so I think if a lot more people knew about me, more than Northern Ireland people obviously known about me and then would still send to the UK mainland and down south, I would still send them as well, which I still currently do. Ideally, it would be amazing. That would be really a, a massive achievement. So we'll work towards it and we'll see maybe down the line. Absolutely. Um, Well, something a wee bit sooner, but do you have anything exciting coming soon? Like maybe it's even just this year that you can give us a little teaser for? Just Christmas. It'll be my first Christmas with Cotton and Bud. So to me, it would be a massive thing for parents to be buying locally as opposed to ordering other brands from English stores or other larger brands as well, you know. So and that would be a massive thing. That's why I've been asked our current customers and things, you know, what are you thinking for Christmas? What do you need? What would you like to see? What would you like us to stock? Yeah. I have supposed to launch there in May, but it's just a wee bit later on. I will be starting a, a Christmas club so that paying 20% off what it is that you're wanting. And um, I'll either order it in or if it's already in the current stock, it'll be kept back for you. So that's probably something that I'll be working towards as well. So it'll be massive for Christmas because it will be some of the larger items, which is yeah. also then a bigger investment for me because they're costing more and I'll be bringing in a bigger variety. So I do stock ball pits. I do have the TP tents and stuff there in the pipeline as well. So um, just different ideas. So also if there's anybody listening and they do want something else that I haven't maybe mentioned, just give me a wee, a wee message and I'll be able to source it for you or look into it. Amazing. Yeah, it's so nice that you're going to offer this Christmas club because I think that's one thing so many families struggle with. If it comes to Christmas, spend a fortune and then you're absolutely skinned. But if you can start paying it off in, do you like say summer, even a little bit, it just makes it so much easier when it comes to December. No, definitely. Because, you know, I would rather local people kept buying from me, you know, rather than maybe going that wee bit cheaper from something else. And the bigger brands, bigger stores, they're able to offer money off, whereas I'm not really able to do that just as often. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe the odd one for the weekend or something is good, but I do sort of have that scheduled out over the the year. So I can't really, you know, just start willy-nilly not money off because sort of something I have a budget for, you know. Christmas will hopefully be a good time and then that'll sort of we'll see then where we are for the following year you know as well so we have to do very much so plan ahead mm-hmm. so we spoke about collaborations with other businesses earlier but have you ever done any collaborations with local influencers or anything like that yeah whenever I had just um, started I reached out to Anna from AC Connects so she then also better known probably as Anna from Blossom and Birds mm-hmm. on Instagram Anna was a great help. She had a good look at my business and what, what was maybe doing wrong or what I needed it to do and uh, drew me up a, a plan. And we spent a day doing me bits and pieces as well. So she was very supportive with a couple of points as well. Also uh, through maybe messaging and stuff as well. Hello, Erin. She's local from Balamina. She's been... Yeah. She's a customer of mine too, so she's been very supportive. Uh, she's been more of a micro-influencer, and I do think that they're definitely up and coming, and yeah. quite a lot of followers from her too. More recently, Drew Clark, who would be uh, more known for YouTube, she's very good because she's just 
opened up her own business um, on Altered Leggings. So she... Yeah, we've had them on the podcast. Um, did you? Oh, very yeah. good. She got a total kind, Matt, through the brand as well. No, she's a lovely girl and mm-hmm. she's done fantastic. People like that, then obviously I keep an eye on what they're doing and stuff because they're very good at what they do. Yeah, no, people are very supportive through messages and if I was ever stuck with anything, I don't be afraid to to ask someone, any of them. You know, they are, they're very, very helpful. No, absolutely. I think that's one thing about Northern Ireland. Like everyone is so helpful with advice and will literally do anything they can for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's lovely to see some of the things, what they're doing. And then obviously the trends, because they're usually very well up on the trends of bits and pieces that's happening on Instagram. So I do try to, well, copy, <laughs> but in a good way. They are the ones that know the best. So if you can follow in their footsteps or things like that, then you can't do wrong whenever they're doing well. So. Well, Rachel, just to finish up then, what would be your favourite local business if you can pick one? Or you can pick a few if you need, don't worry. I have a few. Uh, there's a lovely boutique that's online. It's not just down the road from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruby 67 Boutique. It's really nice. Uh, Ruth has some beautiful things that I've been eyeing up. And she does toxic jeans and stuff, which has been fantastic for me just because I'm not back to my normal shape yet and she does other lovely brands more into kids things is Lynn from Dreamy Bird Print Mm -hmm. Uh, she has some lovely things as well I got off her for the playroom and things as well and I've known Lynn for a few years so she has a lovely wee account there on Instagram as well and her stuff's really quite affordable and it's unique and she's just released there a new collection lovely well Rachel it was so lovely to chat to you today so thank you so much for coming on my podcast and I can't wait to see what you're coming out with for Christmas sounds very exciting thank you so much for your time Paris isn't she so nice and it's so interesting all that she is doing bringing these brands to Northern Ireland especially being the only stockist of Tolkind and if you enjoyed this episode do go over to the episode notes and have a little look at Rachel's business as well as leaving us a little rating or review wherever you're listening. And I'll be back next week with a brand new episode.